0: Welcome to Get It Together. I'm your host, Pete Strout. <laughs> and I'm David Huff. Uh, before we get too far into it, I never can decide whether I'm going to do this at the beginning or at the end. But um, uh, support First Day Productions. Visit firstdaypodcast.com. Click on our Support the Show page, and there are ways that you can help us out. There's always our Amazon banner. You mm-hmm. can donate to us directly. Um, listen to our other shows, Plate Spinners and First Day Podcast. All right. Uh, check out Pete's Corner, David psa do the low cycle flush it saves water that's right that's right <laughs> that's <laughs> right um <laughs> that's all that's all i got <laughs> that's all the. that's all the business is that an, is that good enough i feel like that was a legit business yeah yeah like 30 30 to 45 <laughs> seconds worth of business and then we're done yeah, we're done okay we plugged it all thanks everybody thank you for supporting <laughs> as you have and uh we'll continue to do hopefully continued support yes absolutely yeah. Um, so today... <laughs> it's an exciting day. It is a very <laughs> exciting day. I, um, I, <laughs> I picked this movie, we were just discussing, I think it was sort of like a, like a mutual pick. What, like a sheer ignorance sort of pick? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um.
1: I, I, I honestly hadn't seen it.
0: I, I had seen it. But at a very young age, At right? a young age, and n- n- re-watching it. <laughs> Must have been on television because I. There are definitely parts that I couldn't have seen you, you, as a child.
1: You watched this on TNT when you were like eleven yeah, years old. Of so course, it, it was cut, cut, cut down, edited, and uh, a lot of boobs were
0: probably cut out. Yeah, a lot. They, they cut out the boobs. Anyway, Nightbreed. Nightbreed's <laughs> cut. The director's cut is what we what we screened for With this week. A
1: Clive Barker
0: i think yeah clive, it yep. yeah clive so, barker known for hellraiser
1: mm-hmm. lawnmower man yeah etc
0: yeah um uh <laughs> where do you begin <laughs> right right out of the gate i'm gonna say a clive barker miss but who knows we I, sometimes we turn it around by I, the end I, don't I, know. I,
1: I think this is arguably um uh and you know uh i'm speaking from a little bit of uh ignorance here place of i suppose um I think this is actually a cult classic. I'm serious. Oh, I man. I think there's a I think there are people uh, that follow this movie, uh okay. watch it when the mood presents itself, when the Clive mood oh. presents itself. When they want to hear a little B-side Danny Elfman
0: score, I'm sure we will hear from them then. Yeah. Because I think you and I both have some some things. I've, to I've say got, some, about this movie. got some thoughts. I okay, I compared it to we're jumping out of the horror genre really quick. But I thought, um, as far as uh, Clive Barker movies goes, this is similar to um, The Dark Crystal of the Jim Henson franchise. Of which I have not seen. Of which you haven't seen. I have not seen, no. I personally I personally enjoy it, is but it, I don't think that was the mass... Uh, is it on the same wavelength as like The
1: Labyrinth? Like this yeah. dark fantasy because this is clearly yeah. like a dark. It's fantasy a vi- film. It's a
0: dark fantasy. Yeah, uh, very on the same wavelength of, of labyrinth, mm-hmm. um, but very different. But very different. <laughs> it's and I, okay, I will say I liked the dark crystal, but I know that that view is not shared by a, by many people. So Were the i the Muppets see, in the Muppets in Dark Crystal, they are not necessarily Muppets. <laughs> It's actually funny because I think what really differentiated, sorry to go off on a tangent, but here I go. By all means. Like Labyrinth or never ending Story to um, Dark Crystal is that it's all puppet. Like there, Dark. there's no like, there's not one live actors okay. acting with puppets. Like the main protagonist is a puppet. Um, you know, the villain is a puppet. Like nobody's like dressed up. It's most, it's... I would venture to say 95% puppet. There are marionettings all over the place. Uh, of course. I made that word up. Marionettings. Marionettings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are a lot of wires. A lot of wires.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Walking on wires.
0: Yeah. So there was, that I think is like the big differentiator. And I also think that's what probably creeped a lot of people out. Yeah. But um, Nightbreed is. A breed all a breed. on its own. Definitely. Very well said. <laughs> Very well said. Um, so well, 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 well you, you, you took two movies and
1: compared them earlier before we started
0: rolling. I did. I said Nightbreed is kind of like a mix between Roadhouse <laughs> and The NeverEnding Story. It's 100%. And all of the most horrifying things you can imagine. <laughs> that, that's
1: like so accurate it hurts. Uh, yeah. And then add in like Patrick Swayze's stunt double. Right. Because I, at least to my knowledge. He's not-
0: wearing the Roadhouse... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Costume. He, he's,
1: he's he's he is Roadhouse. Yeah. He's he's Patrick Swayze's stunt double Roadhouse.
0: There's man. also a drop kick in it. There's, there's for no reason. No reason. No reason. There are boobs in it for no reason as well. Yeah. Other there's than, a lot the of Roadhouse. Okay. His the the main character, and I'm already I already don't know his name. I admit it. It's <laughs> Boone. Like, oh, it's Boone. Of Boone. course, it's Boone. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Boone. <laughs> so <laughs> so Boone is like doing roadhouse things the entire movie it's kind of like (laughs) it 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 really is it's like if the movie roadhouse like crashed into a a puppet factory (laughs) of dark fantasy
1: of dark fantasy and Uh, that's
0: and they're just like well let's you know we gotta use it we already filmed it yeah so wait, I'm okay. So I'm going to get all the things
1: that I I liked about the film out of the yeah. way because I because I feel like I could I could pretty much point them out on one finger. Okay. <laughs> one one finger. One finger. And and, and I'll Ouch. use I'll use knuckles <laughs> okay. as my points. Okay. So, uh costumes. The costume direction and uh costume design was was great. Yeah, it was. Um there was a lot of uh creativity, originality, and obviously we are in an age before CGI. Yeah. Um I thought it was well thought out, and for the most part, not lazy. Um, I'm assuming that... Well, I shouldn't say I'm assuming. This was uh, in an era before HD, so watching it um, in high def uh, definitely uh, presents a lot of makeup issues that become clear. But, you know, whatever. It's 1990. This was 25 years ago. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. Um, I also... um, You know, who doesn't like Danny Elfman from a scoring standpoint? He's pretty much tim burton's right hand man and i can yeah. talk about tim burton the good and the bad all night long we won't right. do that but i did enjoy the score as well um and um you know <laughs> the, the the eighty the post 80s glory of it's, this film it's just past the 80s yes yeah, just past 1990.
0: 1990 so like the 80s were still decaying yes as this movie was coming out
1: nirvana had they were around but they had blown up <laughs> yeah. grunge wasn't a thing yet
0: <laughs> they were still playing in basements they were still
1: playing in basements yeah and uh Grohl was not a member so this is basically the 80s right yeah um yeah uh 80s so i so i dug that there, there was the over the top yeah. dated part of it that was very 80s-esque that i liked that's more just like corn factor which i always love yeah um but th- i think that's about it i mean everything else uh, you could, in some ways, argue this is a tragic romance. Uh, you, this is very, uh, this is very Romeo and Juliet, which I guess is a, an extremely classic story, right? Um, but you, you could, have, you could make that point. You could, you could. Um, um, we, we haven't even broke down the movie.
0: Well, I, I just, yeah, I'll, I will do that. I also want to just agree with you <laughs> on the uh, like the creature esque um, factor of it because it is kind of like something that you don't see anymore true and it that really bums me out because like yeah i agree yeah um i i loved like the never-ending story franchise when i was a kid i was like all about it i loved labyrinth i loved all of that like kind of weird puppety shit and i also think that what really draws me to it is that like you know, they're creating creatures. So there's really sort of no, no rules. rules. Yeah. So, you know, like, and that was one thing that I did actually like about this movie is that um, the people are all, quote, night breed. Right. But that is a very umbrella term. And they all have very different, um, I guess, personalities or looks. Yes. Looks that, you know, define their personalities, I guess. And like you know, there it doesn't it didn't follow one one genre. Like they're not they're not all like it's zombie av- looking. Not they're like not the all Avatar. vampire You're looking. Right, yeah, they're yeah. not all you know. They all looked unique, incredibly unique. Yes, and that takes a lot of work. Definitely, oh, that takes yeah. so
1: much work. Yeah, can you imagine all the time that went into prepping for those scenes? So much work. Yeah, all the
0: costume so and makeup. Much. Oh man. That's, yeah, and especially like uh, there were so many. That like you see one time and then you never see them again, and then you're like that guy yeah. <laughs> was in a chair for nine and a half hours Roughing. and <laughs> we saw him like in a B shot, like a <laughs> like a setup it shot. Barely you know?
1: meant it barely hit like final cut sort of thing.
0: Crazy. Okay, so anyway. So hats <sighs> off there, hats off there. Well done. Well done on that front. So anyway, night breed. <laughs> Is about a, a character named Boone. 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 You got When you say, it, you have to say. You Boone. do. Everybody said it that way. Boone. Boone. Like even his girlfriend in the movie is like Carl. Boone. <laughs> you know. And it was, okay, so <laughs> Boone. Yeah. Boone is our character, and he's straight out of Roadhouse. Yep. Jeans, white T-shirt, Swayze, mullet. Leather jacket, mm-hmm. all the way. Um, so, I'm honestly, Boone has had like night terrors as long as he could remember, and he's been seeing this psychiatrist. Uh, for this is these... another.
1: This is another sleep paralysis film.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting back into the sleep paralysis. <laughs> Sorry, thing. I didn't mean to dive back in. No, I, that's that's funny. You're absolutely right. I didn't I didn't think about that. <laughs> so he's had like these night terrors forever, mm-hmm. and he's been seeing the psychiatrist forever for them. Who looks like an attorney? Who everyone lo- looks. Like everyone an attorney. looks like an attorney. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, this psychiatrist has been. You know, sort of, like, seeing him for a while. I want to say that, like, he stopped seeing him at some point And then sees him for another reason. I can't remember how they reconnect. They, but yeah, I, I, they don't really make
1: that clear. They just, like, he's, obviously, Boone is divulging his night terrors to his therapist. Yeah. Uh, attorney. <laughs> and, and... All of a sudden, the visions that he's having are coming to fruition.
0: Yeah, um, and th-
1: and so he calls him in, sort of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. And I'm also getting the I'm also getting the sense that um, that it was like a 1980s, early 90s kind of thing where he's like, I stopped seeing you because I didn't really have time for this shit. You know, yeah. like a very like. Right. Nobody takes care of their mental health in the 80s and 90s, like right. It's, yeah, it's definitely something that wouldn't translate now no. because everybody would be like, "Oh, you're having like horrible nightmares. Good for you. You're you're seeking help. That's you're really seeking good. help." No, this is like this is the opposite of that. It, it's like it's like how it's kind of like the dwindling aspect of when you're when you were a man, you were a man, and you didn't talk about your feelings, yeah. and if you had nightmares, you just lived with them the, the let end him of slowly John manifest Wayne. as tumors <laughs> it's like great but anyway so that was that was like a whole thing i think he stopped seeing his doctor because he was like whatever you know he got t- cool he got in it. touch
1: with his uh, emotional side and he was like this isn't what men do
0: right i'm Boone. that's right yeah. that's right <laughs> so as he said um people were being slain Around this town where he was living, and um, he couldn't help Boone couldn't help but see the coincidence that um, they were being slain in ways that had appeared to him in his dreams. Yes, not necessarily the people, but the ways they were being murdered. Um, and they were being murdered by like a fellow in like a trench coat and like a leather face mask. type. Slipknot. Slipknot. A slip. A member of Slipknot Slipknot, looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to skip ahead a little bit. He's got some, like, love connection with some lady that looks like a principal. Who's in the music industry. Apparently in the music in industry. If you want to see bad lip syncing, you know, just get about 20 minutes into the movie. You're going to see the worst lip sync of your life. YouTube Ashley Simpson or watch Nightbreed. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so she's in it. <laughs> I'm glazing over it. Yeah, she's she's her. She's, she needs to whiten her teeth. She's a complete accessory, other than the fact that when she's on screen, she's annoying. So I don't know what was her name. I don't know. Eh, it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> he. Okay, so um, Boone, Boone goes Boone. to um, goes to
1: this graveyard. What, what, uh, so it, it's it's it, like the graveyard has a name that's like
0: Med- Medine or something like that. M- yeah, like Medina or. Some, some, something like something that. like that and something it, that sounds sinister and it's terrible and that graveyard shouldn't sound sinister well it's terrible that we can't essence. remember that name because that name is the
1: name of the underworld i know uh, it, I it's know. it's like medine or medine or something yeah. along
0: those lines some somebody write it. something saying. sinister yeah write it in please. we're not known for our summaries of movies <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because they usually take up so much time i know <laughs> So, we're, we're doing we're doing what we can man. So, so he's like going around this graveyard which has a painted backdrop I,
1: I, I, it's, totally. wor- it's worth pointing out every time they show this graveyard pre-cgi so so trying to fudge the corners yeah and make this graveyard look much more sinister and involved than it actually probably yes. tangibly is they have like this Kind of Wizard of Oz like backdrop
0: that looks like a painting of some yes. sort. Um, okay, anyway, go on. So he, I'm, you know, he goes to this graveyard per this um guy who's kind of like a mental patient who puts <laughs> these little uh little thumb razors oh, on, yeah. on his fingers yeah. rips all his hair out and he's like you gotta be you're a nightbreed you're not a natural you're a nightbreed that's okay so they came up with this kind of cool name as nightbreed which are the people that live underneath the graveyard, but they couldn't come up with a better name for just like human beings. Naturals. They call them naturals. Naturals. Ridiculous. So
1: th- there's a little bit of before we get too ahead of ourselves, there's a little bit of history on the night breed breed. Right? So they're mm-hmm. like this like this shunned, outcasted like race yes. from millennia ago. Right. Um that have been drawn to I guess pushed to extinction. Near extinction, yeah. I should say.
0: They're and they're sort of like uh supposed I believe it's rumored that they they have sought refuge underneath uh, the yeah, graveyard, yeah, subterrane. But that's you know, it's been like you said, millennia. Yeah. So everybody's like, I mean, that's you know, just a wives' tale kind of thing. Yeah. Because seemingly forgotten, right? So what happens uh, when Boone goes to investigate? Per crazy person mm-hmm. goes to investigate the graveyard. He runs into some night breeds, <laughs> night breed ruffians. One that's got winos, dreads, or something. Oh yeah, the predator breed. Predator guy, yeah, and one that has an ex- an insanely sloped forehead. Moon man, yeah, moon man and predator man, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh they get into a scuffle. Yes, he gets bitten by one of them, and. uh prophecy is tangible yeah yeah and then leaves the graveyard and for some reason they've decided you know the doctor person turns him in yeah and says like this is what he saw in his dream so this is definitely him who's committing all these murders so uh the police force <laughs> completely unloads on him yeah outside the graveyard that that moment was fantastic so many bullets <laughs>
1: he's got a gun oh 28 God. gunshots to yeah. the body i least. mean it's like and they're carrying
0: semi-automatic if not automatic weapons yeah police force Comple- attorneys completely um excessive force yes. style put him down he's dead um Rises from the dead. Rises from the dead. Finds himself traveling through Med- Medine and um, the you seven know, layers of Medine. S- starts hearing about uh, the nightbreed and yeah. stuff. Um, this is where it starts to get a little fuzzy because it's kind of hard to follow at certain points. Because here's here's what I think happened. They had some special effects that they definitely wanted to showcase. Yes, yes, explosions. A lot of arbitrary explosions. Yes, So many. And they wanted to showcase a lot of special effects. And the story... They needed to show you all the different costume design and right. characters. They definitely want to showcase that as well. And I think the story kind of took a hit. Yeah, I agree. But basically, here's what happens. He, uh, he eventually um, escapes Medine and is arrested because the police find him. And uh, they put him in this like holding cell. They check his pulse, check his pulse, and they're like, "This guy's dead, He's dead." And it's like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." Nightbreed are real, oh, yeah. So <laughs> <The> weirdness. <foreclore. laughs> and then uh, girlfriend, yes, travels to Medine, her undying love. Uh huh. Needs to needs to find Boone, and uh, finds Nightbreed instead. And they're like, "Well, he has to come back." The prophecy, the prophet—they talk about the prophecy, the prophecy a lot. Basically, Boone is this like
1: the—he's supposed to be Christ. the Christ. He's like the anti—the Christ of
0: the Nightbreed yes. people. Yes. So, um, eventually, girlfriend and some Nightbreed uh, bust him out of jail in the first of many arbitrary boob shots. <laughs> and yes. here's what happened:
1: with that sorcery, there's
0: a sorceress. <laughs> yes. Who can turn herself into, like, vapor or smoke. Yeah. That's how and, she, she kills people. Right. It's also how, apparently, she gets through locked doors. Mm-hmm. Because that is what happened. She's very Jack Frost in that in that realm. Yeah.
1: She kind of, like, liquefy, vaporizes herself.
0: Yeah. So, um, Boone is in some... Um, Boone's in this holding cell where they're examining him, I think. And um, the whole... The, hallway fills up with smoke and then (laughs) all of a sudden there's this there's this naked woman in the hallway and the smoke is gone shot goes on a little too long it does they they really want they really hold on to it and um then she you know she gives a little smooch to the guard kiss of death kiss of death kiss of death and then he's done she opens the door to the hallway To let girlfriend and other guy in, Mm -hmm. and then they hand her the clothes, suggesting that, oh, you can only completely turn into vapor naked. Exactly. However, (laughs) that is definitely not substantiated later in the film. Yes, it is not at all. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Holes. Holes. (laughs) Continuity, man. I'm sure we're going to get into that. So anyway... He, he Boone is not on board to come back with them and save Medine because now Medine is going to be attacked, and
1: apparently, by, by pointing
0: by like the police, night no, Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and I think it's also worth noting that apparently these night breeders have allowed girlfriend to join in and grabbing the the christ of the night breed yeah uh you know sh- yeah. that's not really explained and, and i've got a huge hole i want to talk about but i want you to finish this all it's, right well it's like
0: pulsing yeah there's so there's a lot to like dive into mm-hmm. so i really kind of want to get through like the meat of the story so they start this attack on medin and world war three man boon is not on board. He no. does not want to be a part of it. He's like, I don't want to be a nightbreak. They're they're freaks and weird and I, to, I I get it. Yeah, right. But um He's rebelling. But the police start this attack on Medine and five minutes literal five minutes like the time that it takes him from to escape the prison to get to Medine He's changed his colors. Oh yeah, he's all about it. He's like, listen, if you guys want to survive, you gotta defend yourselves. You gotta fight. <laughs> you gotta and I rise was like, up. You were not interested in this five minutes ago. <laughs> he realized somewhere in transit. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no establishing shot.
1: This is his, this is his chance, man. This is his chance to man up and be the John Wayne of a dying John Wayne generation. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. That's he, the that's the allegory he, there, man. <laughs> he channeled his inner Swayze <laughs> and body double Swayze. <laughs> he just he just went in there to kick some ass. So <laughs> So okay. There's this is where they really showcase the night breed. Yeah. They are very eclectic. They look extremely you know, unique, from unique. person
1: to from breed nighter to nighter. To it's don't know how it's it.
0: actually really awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like the fight of their lives, um, under this graveyard or also above the graveyard. Yeah. So they're like fighting the police and it's all turned into this thing. There's definitely a drop kick. Yep. That, uh, the that Boone does. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, this whole time Boone sort of has this like, power that he can unleash but he doesn't like to yes he's he's apprehensive where he <laughs> gets drawings on his face and apparently turns into some sort of like superhero yeah and then like anti, the anti-superhero he <laughs> like superhero. sucks it back up yeah. and turns into like a person again it's uh, anyway, okay, so well, hold on, hold on. And uh, in, in, in
1: this, in the, in these moments, I suppose is when boob shot two happens. Yes, when World War Three is happening. Yes. When, when the nightbreed are defending their livelihood, what's left of them. You see a another woman clad from head to toe in paint, right. looking borderline predator-ish. Sure, predatoress, yeah. mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. there's a dead cop or body of some sort lying on the ground. She, and this is just an isolated shot, Yeah. so this was shot intentionally for the ridiculous wow factor and the boobs. Of course. Worth pointing out, um, she, you, you see her, you see her crouch down, you see her put a couple fingers in the guy to, to gather blood, she licks the blood, and she touches the blood to both nipples, and then she's she runs off screen, and that's the end of that <laughs> that's, scene. That's, that's the end. And that's
0: like all you see that's of her, all. too. You that's never, it? You never see her again. That's
1: it. What's her name?
0: I don't know. Lot, lot, I don't even of, know a lot of time putting that paint on. Now I know I don't. I don't even know what to what to look her up by on like IMDb. There's no blood tit. Lick. Blood tit lady. Great. So, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, it's, so I out. spoiler alert. Uh, Four they, boobs. They Sorry. win. They win the battle. They do, and um, they hide out in a barn. Hide out in a barn. <laughs> wait for Boone to. Let them know what their next move is because Boone is, uh, he's like, there's this wall of prophecy, yes, underground, and he's fulfilled and portion of it. He's like the last part. Some, some night breed is going to bite him, and that bite is going to be the bite of you know, the you're going to be biting the messiah, and this person is going to like save your race from this refuge that you've created. In a graveyard. Yes. Um, so also, before they <laughs> hide out in the barn, zillions of explosions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They've destroyed the graveyard. Uh, some guy's got a
1: grenade launcher at one point. Yeah. Hiding behind a tombstone, which yeah. is hilarious. The, the amount of like guns and ammunition that is happening in this battle is,
0: is comical. For the 90s, yeah. late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> unbelievable (laughs) unbelievable so okay absolutely necessary obviously so they're they're in this barn they're all you know they've all taken refuge in this barn they're waiting for boon to come they say you know the savior will come the next time the wind changes yeah like something vague super vague. and um (laughs) the last moment which has nothing to do with anything other than you, you had to round out the... The love story. The flimsy love story. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, a girlfriend is like, take me with you. I want to be an nightbreed. And he's like, no, it's my cross to bear. And she says... She, she like shuns him. She's like, leave, she's leave, like, just, fine, go, just, just go. Just go. And she's like, just kidding. And stabs herself. She's like, Boone, I can't live without you. So I'm going to die if you don't do anything. And then they make out. And then they make out and then they uh, show that prophecy on the
1: last as of the last portion of the wall of prophecy. Yes.
0: roll credits. Yeah. The last portion is him and her standing together on a hill silhouette. On a hill. Just, you know, ruling the night. N- the night breed <laughs> night breeders. Night breeders. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that that's, that's it. The, that's the film. That's it. That's the film. Did it make sense to you guys in our retelling? Let <laughs> us know. <laughs> Please, okay. I, I'd argue that our breakdown might have been more entertaining. It could have been. Who it knows? Could have been. Okay. Um, I, I would love to pick this apart. Let's do it. Um, granted, I just want to say for any for anyone who complains, this was the director's cut. Yes, and two hours, Two hours long. It was two hours long, and sometimes that is a good decision. Sometimes. Maybe it makes a little more sense, the way that the theatrical version was cut together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying. So, before we like dive in too deep, it was the director's cut that we're talking about. Yes, worth so noting. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so <laughs> the first thing I really, really, really want to talk about was the fact that all of the toughest guys in the movie... Did not look tough. No. No, not at all. The militaristic police force. S- I smoke. I texted you the other day, and I was like, the most off-putting part to me is that all of the police officers look like accountants. They all <laughs> look like they could do my taxes. Exactly. That's how <laughs> or, they fight. And it's, I mean, not to knock, I mean, we're both wearing glasses right now. Right. But there's a specific look. You know, you've yeah. got the glasses with, like, I think it's, like, the double rim on the top. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, they're more circular. They're kind of bottled. Yeah. Like, they look goggly. I yeah. Guess. And um so there's that and a lot of mustaches. Yes. And a lot um, of gelled hair, parted. A lot of, like, oddly thin police officers. Like which is this- not, you know, they don't have to be, like, bodybuilders. But, you know come on well
1: in and, in and, and the uniform this clearly
0: wasn't your choice of work no your first choice at least <laughs> the you know u- the uniforms to me like the
1: excuse me the suits and the police uniforms to me look zoot suity they look cartoony to me All, it, it looks like yeah. it's
0: straight out of roger rabbit there were a lot of um shoulder pads yeah a lot of um detectives and dusters yes, <laughs> yes. and i was like all right all right that's all right we're fighting crime i guess we're fighting guess guess. when it you know okay if if boone is walking around in a t-shirt and jeans then you guys don't need long coats no it can't be that cold maybe it was okay so
1: here's my argument maybe it was just Trying to again emphasize the this uh, this dying John Wayne mentality, mm, yeah, you know you've got this corporate world um, and and you know we're also talking about the, the 80s or early 90s era. <laughs> yeah. so you know technology boom. Um, electronic oh, boom, yeah, yeah. you know, we've got, this is like the era of like the, the Zach Morris cell phone. Oh of. yeah. So we got a lot of people looking fancy. There like, was a car phone in it. Th- yes, there, there was, there was a car so, phone this in it. I this love is, that. This is kind of the birth of the, 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 the yuppie sort of era, right? Yeah. And
0: There's, the psychiatrist was yeah. definitely like yeah. the yuppie type.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You know, three, like not three, but, um, the double breasted yeah, suit. Yeah. The double breasted suit and you like know, the,
1: the tie and which
0: i still contend anyone that's like thin that wears a double-breasted suit looks ridiculous it doesn't matter and i'm just saying we saw double-breasts in this film so yeah.
1: i don't think that was not intentional i said a lot of
0: negatives <laughs> figure that one out you know i i could do the math but i'm i'm not gonna <laughs> we have a lot more to we have a lot more to a lot do
1: more, a, lot, a lot more
0: um so that was that was the first thing that i noticed that i felt was I? You know, I felt like I couldn't wait to tell you that I had to like tell you the like a couple days ago. I was like, "Dude, you did, yeah." And it was absolutely dude. true. Dude, <laughs> it did. It didn't
1: work. Um. So so, what I noticed, and this will also go hand in hand with advice as well, because I think it's appropriate. So yeah. the advice would clearly go to the director or screenwriter or whomever on the back end of the film, right? Um. So. The first time girlfriend love interest decides to make a trip to the graveyard, she randomly stumbles into some trash lady at a yes. bar. Yes. Um, and they have oh, a beer. Totally forgotten. Yeah, about they the sh- trash they share lady. a beer and she just decides trash lady just decides and by trash I don't mean like she was a trash man.
0: She I was mean, a I, trashy lady. She was a trashy
1: lady. Yeah. Um she's like, "You know what? I've got nothing going on tomorrow. I'll, I'll go with you." and her placement her role in this film served absolutely no function none um she she ends up so her her thesis in this well just her summary in this film is she goes uh, so they meet the girlfriend love interest and trashy gal um and and then the night passes and you find out that she slept with some well to do guy but she doesn't really reveal who it is yeah. Yeah. So they go to the graveyard, and she's just ha- she's like, "You just hang out in the car, you know, or you could just hang out in the graveyard. I'll hang out in the car. <laughs> that's so I'll great. Di- you do you, I do <laughs> me." Oh,
0: that's so great.
1: There's that thing. Way to go! And then and then and then the the attor- You've come to find out that the, the guy that she slept with was the attorney rolling up in a '50s '40s ish era caddy. Psychiatrist? Is- yeah, psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, badass car <laughs> um and uh and then that's kind of, i guess you could argue that, that her function was to show the sinister side of this psychiatrist this doctor yeah um, i guess so but i mean you are, but it's already you been already do to, that yeah. i don't
0: know if we mentioned this in the breakdown of the film but like the person committing the murders is the psychiatrist yes yes in the in the I I don't know the the real world In the real world the hum- the natural world the, yeah the person committing you know putting on the mask and stuff and slashing up families is the psychiatrist yes it, based on Boone's descriptions of his dreams yes so he's basically passing it off right to try to he's, put the blame on Boone he's framing him yes that makes sense yeah that makes so, sense
1: so so trashy lady I don't really know what your role was well. Um,
0: I think you're, I think you're to something. I think her role was to be murdered in the hotel where she works because otherwise there are very vague, like, uh, uh, there's, there's no actual, mm, the part of the beginning, I wouldn't necessarily call it like a murder scene. It was like murder adjacent. It was home invasion. Yeah, it was home invasion. And like the result was shown. But mm-hmm. there's not a lot of like slashing and stabbing.
1: And that stuff. was definitely probably the most terrifying part of the film.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean oh that, my God. that
1: was that was legitimately suspenseful. Well, I w- And there's nothing funny about home invasions. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And that that could, that that can happen.
0: Yeah. And that's terrifying. That was terrifying. I was like, when I saw that, I thought, holy holy shit this is this 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 movie's a little different might be really scary slipknot man is (laughs) invading this home oh my god could you imagine seeing that person i'd be shit my pants forget about it yeah so um yeah i think the scene with the trashy lady was a lot more graphic and supposed to be like the big reveal of
1: did you notice her clothes strewn onto the car like fornication
0: happened before murder (sighs) no (laughs) it was great it was was there it's like so it's a lot of things like okay so there there are things that are like um so subtle you almost feel like they had to be like a coincidence that (laughs) they were there at all and there are some things that are just so like bash you over the head with it right and i just like they never like found a happy medium like no all these people look completely insane and then it's like all these people look completely buttoned down. Corporate. Like there's never, you know, there's never really any like you know the the police department has like a Steve and Steve's kind of like absent minded. They're all like, you know, straight shooter, ex military kinda like you know, this is this movie is guys. Defi- this
1: movie is definitely generation XY or whatever yeah. versus Yuppie corporate America. Yeah, that's that's what this film is.
0: I mean, you know, I don't know if that's like that's carryover from the '80s or. I mean, it definitely seems like it. It's like there was sort of like the clash because you know that's that's really in like all of the protagonists in the movies from like the '80s and early '90s Mm -hmm. were these like rebel kind of like guys yeah against against the world yeah against the against the world rubbing against the grain i thought the i really think it's funny now like watching it in 2015 (laughs) i really think like the mental health thing was super funny like yeah it's just like i'm not taking care of myself taking care of myself is for yuppies yeah and it's just like I do my own agenda. I'm, oh my, my name's God. Boone. Yeah. <laughs> the the only medicine I need is beer and cigarettes. Beer and drop kicks. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really laid on thick, like the, the nemesis portion versus yeah. the, you know, the protagonist portion. Um uh, okay. As far as advice goes, for me, I would to, this also goes to the filmmakers in general. I say, but you know, I'm, I I understand it was like a sign. It was a sign of the times. Sure. Just remove the love element altogether. It 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 truly doesn't need to be in there. You could have honestly replaced, like her with, you know, some friend of his, mm-hmm. and had the same movie. Right. There's also no explanation of how she gets in good. With the night breeze, yeah, she she's just following them she around. She shows up and sees like this burning cat thing. She saved the child cat. That's, that's what it was. That's, that's
1: that's how she got in.
0: But come on,
1: yeah, right, flimsy at best. It's flimsy. Well, I mean, yeah, th- this this story could have absolutely survived without it. Hit, Boone's outcome would have been
0: exactly the same. Exactly the same without her in it. Yeah, um, and there's not enough character development for her. For, like, the prophecy at the end to really hit you at all. No, not at all. You know, when it's like, oh, they made it. Love conquered. And it's like, really? Who cares? Yeah, right. Because I honestly (laughs) forgot she was in it until, like, she killed herself. And, you know basically forced it it's kind of like forcing him into marriage almost yeah a little like, bit this you was, gotta take me with you yeah
1: this was he beetlejuiced she beetlejuiced her way yeah into time. marriage here for sure big time yeah michael keaton that
0: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> all right what else you got
1: uh, that's that's all i've got I, I really don't think um i mean I, there's a lot of things I could talk about on this film. Yeah, um, I was going to touch on how the love story did not need to exist at all. Yes, we, we talked about that. Yes. Uh, Trashy lady, I had some issues with that portion of the the plot. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the, the action sequences, the the lull in action, the the, the 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 explosions and guns for the sake of there being explosions yes. and guns. Um, not so much. Uh, really love the you know the the costume design and everything. I, I, I think I think w- I've personally touched on everything I think I needed to touch
0: on. You know, I think the one thing that I, I still felt um, unsatisfied about was um, like the the night breed. You know, like where are here, they going to go? They're completely the most interesting part of the movie, and their story develops very poorly. Yes. You know, Left like we a, don't really yeah. understand why they're stuck there. We don't really understand. I mean, like they like blatantly tell you, you know. Is like, there a night breed too? I don't know. I guess we have to do some research, we might, listeners. We might have to check we, it out. We
1: might be speaking too here. We could soon be
0: here. completely speaking out of turn. Yeah. But, you know, I felt um, unsatisfied with the information regarding them because I like the mythology part of horror. Like I, I yeah. kind of like how how did this get to where it is? I also I feel like that's like one of the big reveals in horror movies is when it's like, oh well, it was you know the rumples yeah. The rumple yeah, still skin, the, exactly. the, the leprechaun the relics, you know, all, of all it. those yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's like, you know, oh well this came about because of this. It kind of is just like, oh they were always there. I don't know. Yeah.
1: No, and 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 the open ended ending yeah. as well. They're just left in a barn, and, yeah. and, and, and and the second coming or whatever Christ, the Messiah yeah. is going to come when the wind blows, and he'll give direction on what to do.
0: Um, yeah, but what does he know? Yeah, what what the fuck does he know? He, and like you know, I I also have. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I, I truly don't
1: get the oh, impression got a he's, frog the, in throat. He, he's this all-knowing really fella. really burnt up about this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: frog. I don't really get... Yeah, I, I agree. I don't get the feeling that he's, like, all that uh, on it. No. You know? He's just
1: this bumbling, like, I also tiger- kind
0: of don't feel like he's up for the cause. No. You know? Because, like I said, it was like a five-minute mood change. <laughs> and, to be honest... He didn't do much when the fight was going on. He delegated a lot, which... There was the bridge scene. Yeah, there was the bridge scene.
1: That was about it. Yeah. At least that I can remember.
0: Well, the one thing that I... He got a knife through the chest. The one thing that I think, and it... This might be wrong. I'm sure there are other examples, but I think this is like perfectly 80s. Was that all of the things that he did that really helped them along were all sort of like happenstance because like he (laughs) sent the guy who has the keys to let these monsters out to fight the police officers but then the guy gets shot by a police officer but then boone shows up right at the moment right where the key is in the slot but the key hasn't been turned so Boone turns the key and he, unleashes these guys. Right. Then he gets credit. Right, for, right, yeah. You know, releasing the berserkers, you so, know. The fucking berserkers. <gasps> I know. It's like it's like it's
1: like the equivalent of being at a bar, right? right? And um you <laughs> someone beside you buys a drink and they walk off and they slap a one dollar bill or two dollar what two dollar bill, because that would be awesome, onto the bar table and the bartender's got his back to you, and, he, and 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 that person's already left, and you put your hand on that dollar bill or two dollar bill, and slide it towards the bartender. Right. It's like exactly. It's like a sleazy. It is. Like I get the credit for all the leg work you did.
0: Yeah. Move. And I'm okay. I'm I might be wrong, but this is how I remember. I think that there were cops being worn down, and then he swoops in and does a drop kick. And I, we need to relive that. Drop I, we, kick gotta, we gotta, we gotta see the dropkick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Which I don't know. I just yeah. I felt like everything that he did that aired on the positive side of the Nightbreed cause was kind of incidental. Yes.
1: It required the 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 the, the other. Uh, I don't even know what you would call him. The eight eyed uh, hobbit. Yeah. Fella, wizard dude. I, I don't know. But then there was... Okay, so we didn't even touch on this. I, and I couldn't even tell you what his name is. But there's definitely a layer, like the lowest layer of this yeah. underworld area. Or area. Yeah, where like there's this god-like yeah. thing. Prophes- I don't even know how you would describe They're
0: it. Like, yeah, Bartlebus a, or something. Bartle- Bartlebus. The Beelzebub. Br- <laughs> yes. Yeah, Those are like- all actual... actual- Those are all actual references. Yes, absolutely. So that's not his name. Well, so, well, well,
1: basically what they do, I don't, here's the impression I get. They send people down there to die because no one can face this, this very black, ominous presence that's down in the lowest depths of the underworld. Uh, But, but Boone survives it. And that's how they, like, that's how, how, yeah, the night breeds figure out that he's the messiah of the night breeders.
0: Also, (laughs) it's, it's funny because that's how the girlfriend figures out where he is right it's right <laughs> he's in a meeting with <laughs> bartlevis bartlevis <laughs> it's like what? what he has a conference he's, he's you know
1: yeah he's at, he'll be out in three <laughs> he's just tying up some paperwork just
0: <laughs> hang out it's tps reports man yeah, man so yeah uh okay final final recommendations i say if you're going to watch it enjoy some um enjoy some spirits <laughs> or uh you know just something to take the edge off yes. just do it just do that it might make you uh <laughs> not overthink it as much yeah no i agree i, I think there are
1: a, a solid uh, amount of positive attributes to this movie yeah um they're just kind of like equally if not more uh in the negative
0: column i think it toes the line between like good bad or bad good i never know yeah like this it movie... toes the line but i think it veers off and becomes more like bad bad at a certain point this movie
1: isn't like doesn't have enough corny like yeah intentional unintentional dated ridiculous hilarious to it
0: if it embraced it to be brilliant there there were plenty of opportunities oh, plenty. for it to com- completely embrace that they did it a few times like you know they start the attack on the graveyard and you know the beings underneath say there goes the neighborhood <laughs> there are not coined enough, the Coined the phrase apparently coined the phrase <laughs> and the show there are not enough like corny one-liners no. you know like I think I think the overacting was attempted, but really they were just bad actors, so, like, it doesn't quite work. And we could be speaking too soon on this as well,
1: because, let's be honest, neither one of us have really done our research. No. But I'm pretty confident most of those actors and actresses didn't go on to do much of anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, let's... We'll we'll let you guys do some research yes please let us know and if, also
1: let us know if there was a sequel yeah because we could also be just being completely ignorant yeah on that topic as well
0: i mean full disclosure we like to come in cold yes because no rehearsal because we are not experts we're just we're just people that just, like to watch movies guys, we're just it, like everybody it's else the name
1: of the show get it, get toge- it together get it together while we put it together we're putting it together and getting it together simultaneously exactly all for your entertainment
0: exactly so you know eh, i don't know i don't know if i can recommend it um if i do i'd say um you know substances are your friends (laughs) you know i enjoy i enjoy all my vices yeah just enjoy a vice Pick one. No, just pick doesn't it. really matter. Pick
1: it and watch. I say watch it. I mean, why not? As 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 a as a, as a movie fan, give it a whirl.
0: Yeah, maybe as may... a movie fan, I say give it a whirl. I don't know if I would recommend to watch it just for anybody.
1: As a dark fantasy fan, <laughs> that's true. That see that that's a genre that it I it is worth don't... seeing all the
0: costumes. Yes, yeah,
1: yes, absolutely. Dark fantasy is not a, a genre I have much experience in right personally yeah but yes from costume design from score standpoint give it a whirl
0: I yes say. i agree okay cool i mean give it a shot it's about two hours so <laughs> directors i feel it. like we have to do it give yourself a have half to time. mention that yes yeah, it is <laughs> it's about two hours if you want to give it a shot it's a little long so um i I don't know if I was trying to just like undercut you, like, yeah, give it a whirl, but no, no, it's it, about two hours it's a hundred percent
1: warranted and and, yeah. and 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 listeners should absolutely know that it's
0: know that going in it's it's it, a long movie, yeah,
1: and the momentum doesn't
0: move very quickly, yeah, yeah, so um, so next week, yeah, <laughs> what what are we gonna watch next week, next
1: week? Pete, my friend, my my good pal. We mm, <laughs> we're, we're going to watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil and I can't wait to I'm die. very
0: excited about you this. You should one. be
1: very very excited. I can't wait for you to watch this. I have a feeling when you watch this, you're going to text me while you're watching it because you're going to be like, "Fuck yes. This movie's yeah. fucking great." Okay. And this is this is a horror movie but not but is
0: but not. It's like I so great. I I personally really enjoy when horror sort of, like, plays around. Yeah. And, like, because horror... Doesn't take itself so seriously. Horror Uh, has leeway in that way. It can sort of, like, dip into other genres and sort of, like, hyphenate itself. Yeah. You know, other genres can't necessarily do that. No, it's true. Absolutely. You You,
1: you can get romantic comedy in horror. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck
0: it. Then why not? This
1: movie transcends a lot of different things. It's definitely an original take. I'm very uh, excited. It's, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to dive in. So. Say the title again. It is, and I have to look at it. Tucker and
0: Dale versus Evil. Watch it. It's on Netflix, folks. Watch it. Email us. Get it together pod at gmail.com. Tweet at us. Tweet. G I T podcast. We're still trying to figure out tweets, so Yeah, we're we're getting it together. We're working it out. Um, yeah keep in contact with us and we hope you enjoyed the show today and we hope you continue to enjoy our shows in the future because i have a great time doing it and, and i yeah i have nothing okay <laughs> we'll see you guys next <laughs> we'll week see ya next week <laughs>